Frothy's round 21 preview show. Daggy and Barney are with you after a, about a good seven minutes of working out how the fuck we're going to talk to each other. Here we are. And yes, I'm wearing an Audi. So come at me, bro. You are. Star Wars. Uh, Transformers? Trans- ah, yes. Very good. That's how cool I am. But it's cold out here. So. <laughs> What's happening, David? It's cold out in the west of Sydney, that's for sure. Oh, it's yes. one of the colder nights I've had for a while. Yeah. No, not much, mate. Been sitting back watching a little bit of the cricket before we started. Um, mm. Had a, I um, had um, Kawaji get out. Straight one. Yeah. I hate them. <laughs> Nip back a little bit. Straight in front. Yeah, I struggle, but, um, with, I struggle with the straight ones as well. <laughs> now we um another stressful day at work as we said as I seem to find every second day, but we got through it and here to talk footy. How about yourself, mate? Uh yeah, all that stuff. Same, same. Yeah. Got through got through a busy tax season week and uh we're here to talk footy. So Absolutely. let's not bore people anymore. Let's talk about some signing <laughs> news though. The Fainu brothers have signed with the West Tigers. Yay. Yeah, a little bit of cheer, <laughs> a little something to look forward to. Yeah, Latu and Samuela. Uh, we've seen Samuela in first grade for Manly and uh, at the under-19s origin level. And we've seen Latu, obviously, the Spruik, probably the Spruik player of his age group, really. Him and Chris Sanders, who's gone to Canberra. Good signing for them. Now, is there on the lookout for a 5'8 next year. So uh, some good young talent coming through, I believe, out of the top 30 next year at the Tigers, something like nine or 10 of them are under the age of 20. So they are chips in with their juniors and the junior division. So can't be any worse, can it? Kind of forced themselves into that position, but it's, um, they haven't really gone down that road fully yet. So, um, yeah, it's, it's I, I think next year there are probably whatever the, the could have looked is, at yeah. for earlier. But, yeah. Um, yeah, the the Fainu brothers come with some pretty high raps, so should be interesting by the time they hit first grade how they're going. Particularly Latu, um, he's the uh, well, he's always, he was already on five hundred at Manly, so can only imagine what he's on he's now. He's one of the top rep, rep kids coming through, apparently. So I really hope that uh, Jerome Buller ends up on somewhere the equivalent, but anyway, it's different story <laughs> as we've already touched on this week. Jake Granville has extended at the Cowboys is the other immediate signing news since the last time we spoke. Mm-hmm. Another year there for the 34-year-old. Uh, anything else from that's caught your eye in the last couple of days? Uh, not really, apart from the, the usual carry-on that you've seen in the, in the background. Right. Um, obviously, we, we spoke about suspensions on Monday. Um, the, a few of those got handed down. Mm. I think everyone pretty much... Missed four weeks that was up on charges, didn't they? So, yeah. um, there's some, some puts a bit of a dent in the Parramatta team with Sivo and RCG out for a month. Um, Tino's probably a bit of a big loss as well for the Titans. Um, they, they might have a little bit, they've got a few guys there that can sort of fill some holes, but they'll miss him definitely. So, yeah, I don't have much more to add. You're right. Uh, and if we didn't mention it, Josh Hodgson is officially out for the season. Uh, yep. So we'll, we'll see where he goes next year. As a, a year older and back again, Dave Warner's officially out in the ashes. So there you go. Oh, uh, there you go. Missed it. The, just want to mention quickly, George Piggins and Ian Heads inducted into the NRL Hall of Fame. Ian Heads, uh, when back when I was in high school and used to lob as a cool kid, I was into the library uh, and borrow a rugby league book, uh, many, many and cricket books, in fact. And many, many of them were written by him. So 
uh, a bit of a part of my childhood. So well-deserved, fantastic author, and that's a, a great induction. And I guess George Biggins speaks for himself there. Surprised it took so long to get Piggins in there, to be honest. <laughs> I, I think there was lots of noses he put out of joint on the way. Was maybe one of the issues. Quite possibly, but, yeah, maybe. But good luck to oh, well, congratulations to both of them. Uh, PCTC tipping comps, check them out. We've got the Spring League Racing League kicking off uh, another Barrow Troll this week, another Barrow Troll next week, and then into the racing comp, which you run all the way through to Melbourne Cup week. Uh, in terms of what's happened this week, apart from me just uh, lighting everything up, has much changed, Mark? You had a pretty rough week in the um, in the trial in the in the horse stepping, but I'm pretty sure we're both um, fully chips in for this year. So you will see our heads in and around if you join that competition. Uh, Proudy's taken over the lead for the entirety of the competition, not part of uh, the Footy and Frothy's Cup, oh, yeah, but yeah. Uh, 102 points is the leader for the PCTC Footy Tipping. Our top player is RAH434 on 97 points. The Misses is running second on 97. Again, getting up there. Um, J-Dog's running third on 96. Uh, obviously, just behind there on margins. A good friend, Beaver's running fourth on 93. Then we come down to yourself with two full rounds. Has jumped four or five spots in the in the rankings and... Now, currently sitting 10th in our comp, which is equivalent to 55, 55th in the entirety. Uh, it's better than 81st. Exactly. I'm running 70th overall, 14th in our comp on 62 points. And our lowest marker is on 74. Uh, so not 62 points, sorry. That's the cash rank. Oh, where am I? I've lost my way. I'm on 80 points overall. And running last was our good friend Oliver, who's on 77 points currently. Yeah, um, quite the oracle I hear. Uh, yeah. Well, let's get into round 21 of the National Rugby League. A very interesting week ahead. The Spruikers, the big names are back, um, and they are. But we kick off with the Battle of the Spoon at Wynn Stadium tomorrow night where Tyrell Sloan comes back and Jacob Little also comes back uh, as does Ben Hunt after missing last week with Origin Duty, Jack Bird in as well, and Dan Russell starts in the back row for Bur- Ben Murdoch Masilla. Their bench is Molo Couchman uh, and the aforementioned Bird for the Tigers. No Faluma is back from his injury. He's on a wing. Uh, Dane Laurie is back in after a hamstring concern to play six. Sean Bloor starts at 13. Fanua Pole out of the side. And Asie Tarsi James comes back in to fill the 17th spot. Talon De Silva takes a 14 roll from Jake Simpkin, as I sort of mentioned, maybe on the cards now. Uh, I believe we might see yeah, some blooding. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if uh, Josh Felady is in in the next couple. If I hope that's pron- I've pronounced that correctly. He's in in the next few weeks. Uh, and some other 18, 19-year-olds start getting a game or two under their belt before the end of the year. Anyway... Battle of the Spoon. Mm, you make Kapawa's been moved out, moved out and of he's the, out of out the, the seventeen as well. Uh, uh, still, Stafford and Tommy in the centres. I believe Charlie Staines and Luke Brooks are both back in the next week or two. Well, here it is. Hey, Barn, how are we st- opening? It is round yeah, twenty-one. It, is. it certainly is. <laughs> That's maybe um, the nicest thing we can say. I about. think you might get a bit of um, 
get a bit of a better look at Dane Laurie for for once, uh, mm. playing in the six role. I think you'll get a bit more time in this game than he was afforded uh, the last time he stepped out with the six on his back. So you might see a couple of things, um, whether they're positive or <laughs> detrimental to the side. We'll we'll yet to see, but I think you'll at least get a good. Uh, you'll be a bit more exposed in this game. You, I think you'll definitely see how much Ben Hunt wants out of this side in this game because if he just if he is completely dead set on um, leaving, he'll just do uh, three fifths of fuck all, and St George will struggle. But um, it is incredible because if you, looking at, any way you look at this game, it's if Ben Hunt turns up, then well they every chance of winning. If he doesn't turn up, then they don't win. It's and even if he does turn up, I think he's going to have to put in a pretty good shift to get past this side because I think they're going to be on the back foot for a fair bit in the middle of the field. I, I can't see the Tigers getting beaten in this forward battle. Um, obviously, there's a bit of class out in the centres and depending on who gets the cleaner ball and the better opportunities, we'll see who's scoring points out wide. But um, yeah, I think the middle will be pretty well dominated by this Tigers pack, which will lead me to tipping the Tigers in this game. I think they'll get away with it. In a one to twelve margin, if that is to happen, um, someone like Jareem's going to have to have a fantastic game, or um, or Isaiah Popoli just breaking open an edge completely. So, um, out of those two, I'll go with Jareem for the man of the match because I think if they do win, he'll be involved in probably most of the points that do come from it. And we'll go with first try scorer. I'll go with the Papali on the edge there. I think I think those two will have really big games and have an impact on this one. So. I, I, the way I look at this match is that uh, the Tigers have relied for six weeks now on individual efforts to get points. And I suggest that dra- the Dragons have two. And I'm going to say the Tigers have better X-factor players at this level than the Dragons have. Uh, uh, between Bula, uh, Coruscant, Papi, Bateman. I suggest surely one of them has to perform here to a standard that's going to win us this game. And I'm going to tip the Tigers 1-12. to 12. I'm going to say it's going to be John Bateman. He's going to be fired up. Uh, he's a winner. He's going to get in and, and get dirty with some of these guys, throw some of the or the both the young back rollers around and be up for this fight. First try score, I'm going to have the returning no for Luma. But I'm absolutely terrified because if Ben Hunt does put a shop window game on, he can yep. probably beat us himself. But... From what I've seen, I am not confident in tipping that because the last time I saw him, uh, the shop window was the Brisbane real estate window. So um, we'll leave it there. But cautiously optimistic, I'd say. I don't know why because it has been flogged out of me well and truly. But we live and learn. Six o'clock Friday night, one of the games of the round is, uh, and hopefully I get home early enough to watch from kickoff, is the Warriors hosting the Raiders at Go Media Stadium. For the Warriors, Nia Corey comes back uh, just in case their forward pack was struggling. They now yeah. get a red yeah, hot back rower. Uh, and Bunty too. Uh, they're both back. Uh, Barnett and Ale go back to the bench. No Sirenin and Curran. For Canberra, Papai is back. Uh, he's going to start the game at prop. Corey Horsburgh and Solo are back as well. Ariota leaves the side. Uh, Ariota goes back to the bench, sorry. And uh, Froyley leaves the side. Uh, Hola and Trey Mooney started last game are both out as well. A cracker. Uh, we saw the Warriors put their top four credentials on the line against the Sharks last week. They're now taking on another team who 
I know Canberra fans don't particularly like it, but a team who we sort of have labelled as gatekeepers or teams you have to beat, uh, do the Warriors beat them? What a luxury to have the likes of Siren and Karen in your in your reserves. I know, the 18th yeah. and eighteenth and twentieth. They'd walk into half the sides in the competition. Um yeah, I've, off the, what I've, the back of what I've seen recently, I don't think the outside backs of Canberra get afforded some of the luxuries that they've had in previous weeks to be able to get to scrape away with a win in this one. Uh, I was originally set up to tip the Warriors to blow the Raiders away, but the Raiders are, aren't really a team that's been blown away too many times this year. So could could possibly happen. Warriors really do have their tail up at the moment. Um, bouncing off the back of a big win and at home again, expect them to win and win pretty comfortably, but I'm going to stick to the one to 12 mark. Um, Sean Johnson, career best form. He's, if, <laughs> he's going to have a big say in what happens here and I'll, I'll have him for man of the match. And I might just go back to um, our, our friend Fanua Blake to crash over to score the first try. Um, massive forward battle goes a long way to saying who comes out on top here. Uh, but again, I think once you start getting into the bench forwards, uh, this it, Warriors are just too strong and they'll they'll be stronger in the middle for longer than what the, the Raiders will at the back end of this game. So, Yeah, yeah. keen on the Warriors. Uh, I'm, as I said, I've penned the uh, wet track failure and you look at the last six weeks, they are red, red hot. They, they and I, I firmly believe this, they are a grand final team now and I think they're going to put on, an, I can't say put on a show because Canberra hang tough, but what the problem with Canberra is you know you're going to get that 15-minute flat spot in both halves. And I think the yep. Warriors find, whereas where the teams have been playing have found maybe a try, I think the Warriors might find three tries in one of those flat spots. Uh, so uh, it might be uncomfortable for a long time here for the Warriors, but I think class prevails in the forward pack. And as you said, the bench rotation really comes into play in the back end here and makes a difference. And I'm going to say Warriors 1-12. to 12, I'm almost tempted 13 plus because they have been racking up scores given the opportunity. Yep. Uh, man of the match will be actually we're going to say first try scorer Jackson Ford hitting that edge hole, but I think they pepper I think they pepper Hopewide Croker Tomoka all night. Uh, that two wide set they're just hitting trying to hit the hole hit the hole and they'll have Metcalf they'll have uh, Ford they'll have near Corey uh, on the other side and when Barnett comes on he'll be doing the same thing and I think that dam's going to break uh, about the half hour mark and they might not be able to plug it so. Going to go Jackson Ford, first try scorer. We're probably going to suggest either for Noah Blake or Sean Johnson will get three points when it's all said and done. So let's go with Sean Johnson again. And I suggest he, if you haven't backed him for Delhi, or you're not allowed to anymore, uh, I suggest he would no, be very short price favourite in the next couple of weeks to be to ca- be catching Payne Haas and be Delhi a medalist this year, which is an incredible comeback. But uh, looking, I look forward to it and more power to him. He's Amazing what happens when you're genuinely enjoying your footy and get to spend time with your family. Oops. The main event, what a Friday night we've got. The Rabbitohs and the Broncos, and as is touted, they are both welcoming back the heavy artillery. Uh, in, just let me just let, read this list, in, ins for the uh, <laughs> <a> Rabbitohs. <laughs> Murray, Graham, Walker, Cook, Sele, Host, Arrow, Cartwright, Colomitangi, and one L Mitchell. Uh, out, I love it. Karapani, Knight, Kenna, Shakai Mitchell, and uh, Tyrone Munro. In for the Brisbane team, Carrigan, Haas, and Welsh. Well, they all go all right from what I've heard. 
yeah. in their respective positions. Jesse Arthur starts on the wing. Uh, Palacia starts at the other prop. Pierre Cura keeps his starting back row spot. Uh, the bench is Smoothie, Jensen, Hetherington, and Tapawa. Another cracker barn. It should be a brilliant game of football. Um, I do think the Brisbane are going to have to start hot here. Uh, I think that's probably their best chance. Uh, it may take the Rabbitohs 30, 30 minutes, maybe even the full uh, first 40 to get sort of back into stride with like seven starting players coming back into, into their lineup. Um, couple that haven't played footy for a little while. Uh, guys coming back in on the back of origin. May not take that long, may only take 20 minutes, but I, I think in that first 15, 20 minutes, they may be a little bit vulnerable. So I think if uh, the Broncos game plan, if it was up to me, would be to really come out and try to put on some points early in this game and then make the Rabbitohs chase from there, which, um, and they were more than capable enough of defending, say if they jump out to a two or three try lead, they're, they're more than capable of um, keeping the Rabbitohs out for the rest of the game. So uh, still have a feeling that the Rabbitohs win this game at, uh, by the end of it. The, their rotation's back to full strength now. And again, um, it, it looks quite a bit uh, stronger than what you see from the Broncos coming in. Interesting if the, they've, they've opted with uh, Taff at 14 uh, and yes. Havili as well. So I know Havili's a big body, but essentially two utilities on the bench. Yeah, yeah. Havili can go into the back row, obviously, yeah, yeah, without yeah. too yeah. much problem whatsoever. Um, the You see the big... The big guns are back, Hass, uh, Carrigan, and and Walsh. They'll have a big part to play here. And uh, ex- I'm expecting big minutes out of uh, Payne Hass, dependent on how that ankle is, and Carrigan to carry this forward pack because they're going to need it. Uh, and um, Reese Walsh may be just off off slightly, I think, as well, because three weeks off doesn't really help. He could come out bolting. but <laughs> Well, he would have been training at full bolt, so it's it's not like yeah, he's uh, would nursing so. injuries. Yeah, there might just be a freshen up he needs. He might come out and create a couple of tries early, which uh, I, I suggest they would want. Uh, I'm going to go with South one to twelve. I'm going to go with Murray, man of the match. He's ever since probably the first game of Origin. After that first game, he's got he's back to his best form, considering he had a slow start to the year. Realistically, from his standards, not <laughs> not as he wasn't playing badly, but by his standards, he was down a, down a couple of pegs early in the year. Um, I'm going to go with Keon Kulamatangi to score that first try. They really love that uh, short ball off Ilias on the right-hand edge there. And he's another one, a bit of confidence coming out of origin that I think will improve in the back end of this year. And we saw what Cody Walker did the last time he pulled a jersey on. I really like him. I think he'll be man of the match for South Sydney. Yeah, that bike really came at the right time last week because they they were blowing. This I'm going to go as far to say as this is a make-or-break game for both teams. I think whoever, uh, obviously, if it's a close finish, yeah, this uh, is a it's, massive not, it's not, you know, sudden death, but no, we get a, we get a real feel about where they both line up here. And my gut feel was... South really probably need this more than anybody else. That so was where I was headed. Expect them to be very desperate. Yeah, that was where I was headed, is that this is a big game for South because I think they would have been hanging for this game, hanging for Latrell, hanging for uh, Arrow and Co to be back. And I feel like it's a real target. I'm going to tip Brisbane though, and I don't quite yep, know why. No, I'm going enough. to go with them. I'm going to think say that maybe there's it, a little. You're bit the of one with there. the hot hand, mate. <laughs> uh, am I? Thanks. Uh, I'm going to say there's um, less injury rust to get rid of, as opposed to less 
uh, match time rush to get rid of. And sure. yep. I know there are still a couple of big guns in the back row missing, but uh, Pierre Cora has been fantastic in that time. He's not been uh, in a time he's been there. Uh, I think Brisbane try and make this a real grind. I think Reynolds tries to kick him. He'll kick away from Latrell. He'll make Latrell turn around. He's big. Uh, as everyone knows, Latrell's my favourite footballer, but he's got the turning circle of a QE, the QE to it sometimes. So if you're kicking deep and making him turn and try and hit him before he hits the line, uh, really keep them down there and grounded. And if they do that, I think they win 1-12. to 12. Uh, If they do do that, yes, Adam Reynolds will give him man of the match again on the back of last week. And first try scorer, I'm actually going to go with... I'm tempted to go with the, the centres because I think there'll be some targets against uh, on that TAS side. But uh, I'm going to have Pierre Cora again in digging the line and uh, either a grubber or a, a grubber that we've often seen um, old mate score of. And I've just had a brain fart. You know it is. The usual back row. Or um, a bit Ricky. of footwork. That's the one. Or a bit of footwork yeah. and uh, bust in the line. But that's where I'm going to go. Can't wait to see it. What a what a Friday night we're in for. Absolutely. Yep. Titans and Roosters, another very interesting contest here where AJ Brimson comes back. They lose Tino to his suspension. Mo and Isaac Liu are the starting props now for feeder. Cleese Haas and Aaron Clark complete the scrum. Jaden Campbell comes back to the bench. Joe Stimson is back onto the bench as well. For the Roosters, Teddy's back after being rested last week. Uh, and the rest of their side is similar to what we uh, saw. Victor stays on an edge. Uh, the bench is Cheese, Butcher, Wong and Terrell May. Uh, Junior Polgar goes, oh, sorry, uh, Swaley goes back to the wing with Manu back to the centres. The only other change there. Interesting one. I... If Tino was here, I'd declare Titans. I really would. I think Roosters still Absolutely. have their issues. Him not being there is a, is may well be as big a loss as anyone to their team. The more I think about this, which makes me nervous, but I'm going to stick solid and tip him. You know, Titans 1-12 to 12, uh, in what could be – I just think Titans will score 26 points and Roosters have to find 26 points. Uh, they may well mm-hmm. do that. They've got the – They've got the guns here to do it, but they haven't been firing. Uh, man of the match, well, Mo Fodawaker. And uh, first try score, I think AJ Brimson fresh uh, has a great impact on this game. Plays direct, uh, really hammer uh, the likes of Turpin through the middle there and um, team up with Fafita and Mo to make this a real contest. First try scorer, Jojo Fafita. Uh, but Sammy and Kelly... That whole back four have been very, very impressive in attack. It's the defence, it's a concern. So there's always a, it's always scary with Manu and Co on the other side. But I'm going to go with that. I think Roosters just might be shot ducks, and I, I just don't see them getting out of the hole they're in. Uh, there was some more mail around today that the Wallabies have requested Swaley at the end of the year. I would be shocked if they don't release him. Yeah, I'd be very shocked if they don't re- release him either. Um... I wanted to tip the Titans. I still kind of do. Um, but I'm going to go the other way. I just think that there are some frailties in those outside backs. You saw they were very committed last week to getting to Billy Smith and Daniel Tupu early. Um, I expect that to be the game plan again. 
see Manu sniffing around the middle with Teddy. Uh, I just think they may be able to ha- uh, just keep up the points with with the Titans. Uh, I know they haven't been able to do it for three quarters of the season, but I just got a funny feeling that you're going to see some big games out of the likes of Manu and Tes- Tedesco in this game, and they, they're going to provide quite a few points. So um, Roosters 1-12, to man of the match, Joseph Manu. And I think I'll go with Billy Smith, first try scorer, because I do think that they'll start on that left edge and um, really probably spend a fair bit of the time going that way during the game. So. Yeah, Billy Smith, geez, he's, a, he's hard to get your head around. Sometimes he looks like he a is, world beater and sometimes he, well, doesn't. There's a there's a good chance that the Titans do still control the middle of this game for a fair bit as um, the Roosters haven't been real hot through the middle of the field. But I just, again, going back to the bench rotation, I just think there's, I know Jaden Campbell provides a whole heap of spark and Randall can tackle his ass off, but the likes of Egan Butcher, Wong was good last week in a short stint that he had there. And um, Brandon Smith, when he is good, he's a fantastic player. He hasn't been good this year, but surely he has to have a night out at some point. So. Yeah. I, I actually, the more I think about this, uh, and this isn't a change, but I, I can see us giving Mo three points off a losing effort. Quite possibly. Because yeah, he's going to have to. He's going to he's gonna have to. He really is. Well, David Fafita's still there. Don't be yeah, surprised if he scores the, the first try either. I'll be putting a dollar well, on him if, just if in case. If there's 17 bucks floating around like there has been, just yeah. uh, don't think, just bet. The <laughs> it's a new slogan. That's the motto that's got me this far in life. Thanks to the thanks to the great Glenn, Glenn Pollitt for that one. Uh, all right, the five thirty game is at McDonald Jones Stadium, where the Knights host the Storm. Gay guy's back. Uh, he replaces Tuala, and uh, their team, I guess, is humming as far as they can hum. So this is an interesting game. Uh, CV is back. Uh, on the extended bench for now, but hit no changes to the current 17, uh, which is the bench for the Storm as Wishart, Eisenhuth, Sims, and McDonald. I can see this being... I half smell an upset here, but I don't know why. Uh, I just think I, I just think this could be, yeah, the classic shootout. I, I think both these forwards match each other for... Well, until the first interchange, what's that, about 12 minutes. But then um, then things go <laughs> Maybe south. Maybe 25. But yeah. uh, I can see this being quite interesting. I see this be getting the ball out to these outside backs and a, a very interesting battle because uh, someone like, well, both those centres for the Knights are now uh, origin centres and have points to prove um, in their relative states of representative footy. But um, I think there's plenty of spread ball. I think this is a very exciting game. It could also be a very interesting game in the fact they'll probably drop lots of that spread ball. But uh, I'm <laughs> going to just say at the end, uh, I hate this cliche that I've fallen into a lot uh, recently, but I think class prevails. Class prevails. Yeah, you saw that. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Yeah, it, did. <laughs> yeah, it was coming from a mile away. But Harry Grant uh, found a bit of mojo last week. And he's out, he's taking on Phoenix Cross on here. Uh, if they get any f- semblance of ascendancy through that ruck area, he's going to um, be making that 10 metres look like 15 or 20. I think he'll be the difference. And I'm going to give him man of the match. I can say first try scorer, Bradman Best. I think Newcastle might come out early and fire and just have that uh, that great link they've had in the last month with Hastings, Ponga chiming in and then allowing Best to meet someone one-on-one. In this case, I guess it would be Remus, Remus Smith. Uh they might score early with um, even chance, uh, but ultimately 
this could be. I, I think this it might be points here. I'm thinking sort of 28-20 sort of scoreline. Uh, very, but a great chance for Newcastle to at least show some fight because ultimately their season's pretty much coming to a close. If they don't, uh, what have you made of this? Yeah, um, some some brilliant ball runners and try scorers from both sides, realistically. Um, Bradman Best been in fantastic form. Marzu, good luck trying to stop him five metres out from the try line. Um, Xavier Coates from mine, I think, will create a few, uh, quite a few opportunities jumping there. Uh, again, for that high ball that they like to put out on that left wing. Um, I think it'll be marking up against Dom Young, will he? No, it will be the other side. Other Marzu. side. Uh, yeah. So, no, no, Coates, um, sorry, but, no, yeah, we'll be Coates and, Coates and Young. So that'll be interesting. Um, and Warbrick and Marzu. That'd be another that's, good matchup. That's actually true. Well, I was looking at the centres, but that whole back, that whole back, Line is an incredible matchup. I think you'll know by half time who's going to win this game. Uh, he's going to, the first 20, 30 minutes, it may be close, but I think uh, you'll see the storm start to lift the gears just before and after the half time mark. And I think they'll run away and win comfortably at the end of it. Um, the Knights may get 20 odd points, but I, if, if that happens, I expect the, the storm to score 34 or <laughs> up near 40, to be honest. I think. Uh, Melbourne have got twice as many points in them if they get it right than what the, the Newcastle side does. Very interesting. I, I do think Knights will come out, as you mentioned, very strong early. Uh, may score two of the first three tries in the match or something like that, but then I think uh, they'll take over. Big indicator for this game for mine is Tui Kamikamika and uh, Nelson Asafa for Solomona. If you see those two blokes really starting to cause problems in the first 15 or 20 minutes, by the back end of the game, they'll be blowing blowing the field apart. So, um, yeah, Storm to win 13-plus. I'm going to go man of the match. Going with you with Harry Grant. I just think once once, um, Newcastle are on the back foot, he will terrorise them through the middle of the ruck. And then I'm going to go first try scorer. I might go Dom Young uh, from Newcastle to score the first try. We we talked about clashes, but even Nelson and Frizzell, on an edge, that is mm. outstanding. Uh, yep. We know Nelson being that bit wide is being devastating, but Frizzell's had as good a season he's had in about five years. So that's yeah, a, absolutely. A, a fantastic clash there. Very, very good uh, matchup this. Yeah, if the Newcastle forward pack play to their best, they can trouble this and probably even be dominant at different times mm. uh, for the, against this Melbourne pack. But... Um, I'm just not sure the the likes of Leo Thompson's a bit hit and miss. So is Daniel Saifidi this season, and Elliot's been a bit underwhelming for mine coming across this year for Newcastle. Yeah. So. Last week was probably his best game, but you know you flattered playing the Tigers, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, we're just saying Stuart Broad's pretty good at cricket uh, for those that don't like him. But hey, if you're interested in a bit of a summer chat, we've been thinking we might. I don't want to do any stupid big bash shows we might have a couple of summer catch-ups if people are keen write in and let us know on social media we talk cricket as well at times sometimes fun talk a fair bit of everything really mm. but, uh, <laughs> especially the, the more beverages we have the, yeah. the more um, diverse but, uh, if the people comment, are desperate the topics for content become. and want to write in let us know on youtube <laughs> and uh and all the socials uh we're happy to do so but, do a couple of wrap-ups for some tests. yeah i'm not doing big bashing like, stupid because fuck that but yeah, um one day series maybe the, maybe the tests and uh a bi-weekly sort of catch-up might be in order just, yeah. just used to go to the pub something like that. another excuse 
Anyway, we also will we'll, we will have some specials, hopefully at least an interview or two, maybe um, something along the lines we did a couple of years ago where we discussed our favourite video games and the like, but we'll find some bullshit to crap on an excuse to sit down for a few hours and get, get together and have a chat. End of the day, there's not much yep. space really. We do the bold prediction show in November and the trials start in January, so maybe we should yeah, just have a right. break. Speaking of... At least a couple of weeks. Yeah, oh, that's <laughs> for sure and certain. Uh, the Cowboys and the Eels meet uh, to wrap up a fantastic Saturday. Like, how good. This round is the best round of footy in six weeks. Well, uh, yeah, pretty much every game means something. Yeah. They are going to show each other exactly where they're at up at Combank. Uh, the Cowboys, well, what you see is what you get. Uh, there's just a... Uh, Helam Lukey is nearly back. Is the only notes here. Okay. Uh, no RCG, so Ogden starts at prop. Sivo uh, is out, so uh, we get either Dunster He's or Blake. Dunster, back. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah so we'll Dunster and Blake come back. Concerning times there, actually. No Dylan Brown. <laughs> uh, what? So what's Brown got left? Next week, I'm pretty sure he's okay. back. Uh, their bench is Moretti, Offengaway, Davey, Madison. Uh, how this is quite the game. What do you reckon? Yeah, scary times for um both of these teams. They're really down to they. They've both got a few really big big matches, which will determine where they're going to end up at the the end of the season. In the next probably four weeks, will determine the fate from both of these sides. I would imagine. For mine, the Cowboys are just in too too good of form. Uh, they've they've been dispatching pretty much anyone that they've come up against recently, and. Uh, quite comfortably most of the time. Uh, the forward pack's almost back to full strength. I'm pretty sure that's as close to full strength as you're going to find it, apart from, as you mentioned, maybe Helam Lukey. Um, Parramatta's got plenty of workers and a very strong forward pack also, but the outs for RCG, Sivo, I don't know, he hasn't been doing a great deal, so he may not be the biggest out in the world, but the problem is you get the likes of um, Dunster or... Waka Blake out there who are not the keenest guys in the world to tackle and do do do, do wander in off their wing quite a few times as well. So don't be surprised if you see some points come in that position. Uh, they've still got the, the likes of Gutherson and Moses who will keep them in, in this game for a fair bit, but I expect the, the Cowboys to win uh, by the end of this match. Cowboys 1-12, Drinkwater's been in uh, career best form. Continue it on with man of the match performance again here. And first try score, I'll go with Tuolangi. He's been a bit quiet lately. He hasn't been given the the ultimate in opportunities. He might just have a night out here. There, the Parramatta back line, we sort of mentioned it in the review show, but it screams of missed tackles. And I know Penasini's very, very capable of attacking. And Simonson has some great days out too. But... This Cowboys team in the last six weeks, those back five have been absolutely deadly. And that's the key matchup here. They could put them to the sword. Uh, I, I would go as far to say there's no better player in the comp outside of Cody Walker than Scott Drinkwater of exposing uh, or putting his backs edges. into position, yeah. those edges, uh, the way he's seeing it at the moment. Uh and I think he has a field day here. I think uh, he lights up Holmes, he lights up Hiko, and they both uh, score lots of points. 
is a simp pure. Maybe even provide for the, the outside blokes. Provide for the goats. Um, we know how good Val is. Um, he's got the pace to burn these guys. And I'm going to go with him first try scorer. I'm actually going to go Val, man of the match too, just because you've gone with uh, Drinky. So I'm just going to be different. But that's This is where this game will be won because I think the Fords will be even if not uh, – actually, no, let's call it even. Uh, does, and if RCG was here, it almost go the other way. But uh, he's a massive out. I think they can match him. Uh, they've now, as I said, found that much-needed size in this last uh, couple of months. And they score points. I'm actually going to go 13-plus Cowboys. I think a late okay. blowout here. I think Paris start to really panic and get frantic. Uh, but, again, it's Parramatta, so a win wouldn't shock me. Uh, there's no, generally not, not much in between at Parra. Uh, which is probably why if, if yeah, anyway, we'll, we'll move on <laughs> uh, uh, before I say anything stupid. Um, nothing more to add. Good game. Can't wait to watch it. Can't wait to talk about it. Should be a lot of fun, if nothing else. Sunday kicks off with the Panthers hosting the Bulldogs at Bluebet Stadium. I imagine it's going to be very hard to get tickets because uh, Elijah keeps asking me to go and watch them. Yeah, uh, anyway, Cleary's back. He goes all right. Uh, Crichton, 2-0. Oh, let me just read this again. 2-0, Yo, Martin, Cleary, Crichton are ins. Uh, the ins for Canterbury. Patolo, Edwards, Perham, Adokar, Alamote, Hughes, and Kikau. Who is a good in? Uh, Viliami Kikau. On the extended yeah, bench. But with all due respect, I think Penrith just finished in front on that list. Uh, is there much to talk about here? Penis middles will dominate. We know how quickly that Bulldogs middle falls apart once they get into the rotation. Uh, this, what, what am I going to say here? Penrith 13 plus. Uh, Cleary blow a lot of cobbles out. Might, might not do a lot, uh, but uh, I'm going to go first try scorer, Stephen Crichton, against Hughes at Future Club and man of the match, Stephen Crichton against his Future Club. He might <laughs> put a show on here against um, Alan Morenko. What do you think about yeah, I think Cleary might be um, – I think he'll try and be busy. Uh, obviously, he won't want to overextend himself, but I wouldn't be surprised if you see a few dashes out of him just to, to really test that hamstring um, without putting a hell of a lot of strain on it. Yeah, the, the continual issues again. Um, the defence has been a little bit better in recent weeks uh, with a few of the changes that they've made there, but I, I should also some mention of these young guys. No, no Sexton, Flanagan at seven. Yes, exactly. Uh, I can see a few of these younger fellas in the likes of Wilson, Skelton, and uh, maybe uh, maybe getting burnt on the outside by the likes of Toto and Taruva, Targo on the inside as well. So there's just so much talent here in Penrith. And you know, even if the Bulldogs do come out firing and playing the best footy they've played all year, Penrith will stick with them and they'll fight with them and <laughs> they'll wrestle with them until the 65th, 70th, 75th minute and they'll find a way to win. Um but I can see them blowing the Bulldogs away by the end of this match. Uh, the forward battle really, uh, well, from what we've seen, will last for about 30 minutes, and then I'll expect Penrith to probably be absolutely own the middle for the rest of the match. On the back of that, points come. Uh, I can see the whole back five getting a try in this game, uh, to be honest. For Penrith, uh, Penrith 13+. plus. Targo's been our man of the match two weeks in a row. I was tempted to go three in a row, but... Let's give it to Cleary on his return. I think it'll just be, he'll be throwing a few of those cutout balls that'll just hit the blokes on the chest and they'll just basically walk over for, for points on the, in the outside backs. 
Uh, similar to what you've seen Sean Johnson doing recently for the Warriors. And uh, I'll go with first try scorer. Let's go with Tago. He's been man of the match for two dry, two games in a row. Let's get him away with the first try scorer in this one. I actually use this in the uh, disaster class. I can see in this game it really suiting the old school Penrith approach of the halves kicking to each other. I can see Luai and Cleary both scoring in okay. this game. But I might, yeah, well. And I just had that idea, but I think uh, it might pop up. Uh, and it, But it wouldn't shock me if this is like 10-6 at, at the half hour mark. Yep. Uh, but the, as we know, the deep waters get quite deep <laughs> um, with Penrith. <laughs> and we wrap up with the Sharks hosting the Seagulls at uh, points bet. Moylan's gone. You got your wish here, Barn. No Moylan, no Talakai, not even. No, he's on the bench. So he's, it looks like he's going oh, to be moved back into so the, he'll be back in the, the forward switch. rotation. So you got both your wishes, sorry. It is two. I, I did. Series, yeah. yes. So um, I have no issue with that. I think I think he needs to be in his team, but I don't think he's a centre. Hey, it's Connor Tracy. Hey, it's Braden Trindle. Remember that chat? <laughs> Big shout yeah, out I think we had it in. about six weeks ago, and then we've had, we've had, had, had it every four second week ago. Anyway, no, but we did say when since Connor Tracy played that game where he absolutely lit it up. I'm pretty sure we've mentioned that those two should go and these two should come in for the last every second week since since that game, which is what eight ten weeks ago now. It's just yeah. anyway. What do you do? Well, we what we do is we learn how much of a difference it makes, we and do. I think absolutely. it is positive. Matt Lodge debuts for the manly side off the bench. Right. Uh, and Sean Kepi's on the bench. No Sipley, no Bullymore. Ben Javoyevich and Carl Lawton are both still injured. Just looking through the rest of the side. Yeah, she's just still six. DCE still seven. Um, bounce back here, Barn. You would hope so. Um, if not, you may as well kiss the rest of the season goodbye and <laughs> start training for next year. Um, Manly has always been a bogey side for the Sharks, though, which is um, obviously a bit of a problem, uh, especially in recent years. Managed to, I think we've won two out of the last three, uh, which is, so we've sort of evened up that ledger in the last couple of weeks. But yeah, it's a, this is a big um, speed hump game for the Sharks. They trip over here and fall and they'll, they'll fall out of the eight and anything can happen after that. Good luck trying to break back in with teams in form at the bottom of the eight. Um I expect them to be a, better, a lot better in defence on that left-hand edge, obviously. Um, <clears throat> a lot more controlled in the middle of the field. Uh, Trindle is, um, for mine, a much more calculated player in at six and doesn't sort of just uh, run when he sees half a gap. He, he will um, play into the line with a plan and then not take that sort of running opportunity unless it's fully exposed. Does have a good running game an extension of the kicking game, which will help take a little bit of pressure off um, Hines, which hopefully might spark his running and passing game is, a little bit more. Is there a long-term idea that they could switch spots? I, I would think so. Don't they, does, don't they, don't they feel but more? They do. The they feel around. a bit opposite. Yeah. yeah. To me, they do. Absolutely. They do. Um, Graham also injured apparently in out for this game as well. So um, that brings in another player there on the bench. Uh, uh, Williams and Hazelton. Oh, Jesse Holcun. Uh, uh, Jesse uh, Colquhoun into the back row, yes. which will be interesting. I do expect him to be targeted in defence as well. Um, they'll give him a thorough working over. We'll see how he stands up to that. 
there's a few matchups here. The nines is interesting. Uh, the back rowers as well, uh, interesting. The sharks really need their big men to to uh, toughen up, really, because they've been playing. They've been dominating for 10 or 15 minutes and then just falling asleep for 10 minutes and getting beaten in the middle of the field. I think Talakai helps that going back into the middle of the field, expecting to play more as a front rower than anything else with Hazleton. Uh, Williams and McGuinness, you guys that play a little bit closer to the edges. Finnegan probably helps the defence a little bit in the middle of the field. It's going to be a close game. I Man, can't and mainly have a big really. man's forward pack, don't they? Like, that's, you know, yeah, Seca, Alakwatu, Woods, Kepi, Lodge. Yeah, and they can tackle anyone that moves yeah. around the around the middle of the yeah. field, um, which could cause problems in for the Sharks' defence. I think they've just got a few more points in them than the Manly might have at this time of the year. If Tommy was here, you'd be tipping Manly, I would imagine, but um, he's not, and he hasn't been all year. Sharks one to twelve, man of the match. It's, it's always Nico. No point tipping anybody else, to be honest. And um, I'm going to go with. I like Nakora. I've backed him all year. I'm not going to back him here. I'm going to go with Connor Tracy, but watch Nakora score now because I haven't tipped him. <laughs> but yeah, Connor Tracy, I think, um, really adds a spark. A different type of attack, but I think it suits the Sharks better, to be honest, uh, out on that edge and may even free up Molitano a little bit to um, to work with his pace a little bit more than having to sort of hold back and wait for Talakai to go through the line first. Yeah, I I just can't bring myself to tip Manly. I just don't think they're going that well. Uh, I think they're, they're trying, but they, they've been leveled below for a month now. I actually just have a sneaky feeling Trindle might make a big difference this side. I think he might bring some different kicking, uh, a bit more control when needed at times. Depends how dominant he gets to be. Maybe he's just slots into Moylan's hole and... Uh, doesn't touches and passes. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope not because he, he's better than that. Uh, but I'm gonna go. I was actually gonna Connor Tracy first try, but that's boring. So because I had Raymond in multi last week, I'll tip him uh, to score first here, and I won't have him in this week. Man of the match. I'm actually gonna say Blake <laughs> Braley again because I think that hooker clash is fantastic here. Uh, Croker is, yeah. and Braley both in great form. And uh, I think a lot of how their tempo is going to be and how much they can, how much Nico and Trindle can do, whatever they want, is obviously based off him. So let's let's back him for that. Uh, DCE in a game where this could be line ball or almost manly dominated forwards is the big, uh, the big, uh, I guess, king on the chessboard. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway. What a round. What a round that is. We've got to talk disaster class. Are you ready to go? Or are you? I am. All right. What do you got for us? I am. I am. I am. I am. Um, are we going to froth first? Or are we going to froth? No, no. We're going to last. Let's have, mate, okay. Have so disaster class. Well, you, you do mix it up occasionally. Come on. Sometimes, but not. Plus, we both missed again this week, uh, <laughs> which is um, very uncommon for us. Minus $660 for Daggy, minus $549.50 for myself. Yeah. I'm going to go with Tigers and Titans as an upset, just in a head-to-head. Get your $5.20, have $15 on that. Storm, Penrith and the Warriors, 13 plus, $6.90. I'll have $20 on that. And uh, the back rower combination of Nakora and Nanai to score at any time, $15 at $5.50. I am going to go, it's funny you've said that. I'm going to go, oh, I'm disappointed in these prices now. 
Uh, I'm going to go with the Tigers and the Titans. And I'm going to go throw in the – I had it earlier. Where did it go? Tigers, Titans, and the Broncos all head-to-head. Uh, you'll get about 14 bucks for that. 40 bucks okay. on that. And only because I thought of earlier, we have $10 on both Cleary and Lua to score in the Panthers game. Uh, and next year, given how bad our disaster class is going, we might revisit what we do here and uh, put our brains together and try and have a, an actual goal with where we're headed with this. But uh, <laughs> Try and get some money back. All this on-air planning. So not make it up at the last second yeah, and put some time and thought into it. Let's actually yeah. do this properly. But anyway, <laughs> please gamble responsibly. What's got you frothing? Do you have a price for the halves? Uh, it, yeah, it was uh, it was seven bucks, which I'm a bit disappointed in. But you might find better with yep. a boost and uh, whatever else people do these days. That you find along the way. Yeah, oh, a bit of late night frothing for me in this one. Um, Friday night, Saturday night, the late games. I don't think you're going to see two better games than those two games this weekend. Uh, you'll be Hopefully back comfortable in your chair, nice and warm with a few beverages in the stomach and a few in front of you and dine out on those two late games on Friday and Saturday night. They're brilliant games of footy. They are. Um, I was I was waiting for you to say either Friday or Saturday and go the other one. But honestly, this <laughs> round... taking them both. This Thank round's you. got... Exactly. So <laughs> I'll just chips in. Uh, this round's got me frothing. I love Friday night. I think Warriors Raiders is going to be physical. I think it's going to be fun. Uh, and uh, is going to really tell us a lot as to where both teams are at. Uh, I Obviously, Brisbane and uh, South speaks for itself. Knights and Storm could be anything, and uh, as you said, the uh, late Saturday game um, is an absolute cracker as well. So, yes, my, my cop-out froth is all of those games. <laughs> um, and well, it might not be froth, but the flat beer on Thursday night at least – at least as of Wednesday night, I have some hope that uh, the Tigers are capable of winning that game, but it's not like they've ever let me down before. Really interesting one, eh? I can see both teams getting blown away, and I can see it being or a really tough, close game as well. Absolutely anything could happen in that yeah. game of footy. Uh, what a fantastic round of rugby league we've got to talk about. And we will do so next Monday night, uh, presumably at the Grey Gums Hotel. We'll do it all again, and I can't wait to talk about all of this. Uh, with you, Barn. So thank you, my friend. Absolutely. Thank you, mate. Go and watch a little bit of the footy. And, and uh, yeah, uh, check out rugbyleaguemotion.com and uh, let us some, give us some feedback on YouTube, Facebook, Threads, Twitter, Instagram. Look forward to talking to everyone soon. See you guys. See ya.